There it is, and ho, 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 Merry Christmas, everybody. It's DLC, your downloadable commentary for the week. A special week. It's Christmas week, and we're not doing a regular show this week. Uh, We don't have a guest. Uh, We're not doing a... We're taking the week off. It's Christmas week, but we didn't want to leave coal in your stocking. We wanted to give you a little something, a little uh, positive vibe this week. So uh, Christian is here. Hello, Christian. Hello, Jeff. I mean, hello, ho, ho. Uh, you're better at that than I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're gonna we're just gonna hang out a little while, talk a little, uh, you know, just give you something in your feed this week because we're not doing a regular show. Uh, DLC this week stands for DLC loves Christmas, which is why we're uh, we're taking the week off. <laughs> so <laughs> DLC this week stands for DLC. But what does the DLC and DLC loves Christmas stand for? See, it's a it's a recursive acronym, dude. That's how that works. It's just an infinite loop down into forever. But did the top fall over or not? Yeah, good question. Very timely question. <laughs> a <laughs> Christmas release biggest... from five years ago or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, speaking of that, man, uh, we're we're in a post Star Wars world. This is the first time I've spoken to you since we've both seen Star Wars. Um, what did you think of it? Yeah, I will not. There, there will be no spoilers in what I'm about to say. None at all. Um, I'm very happy. I enjoy the movie quite a bit. I think I trust J.J. with any franchise I have fallen out of love with to make mm. me love it again. Uh, All right. Like, Lethal Weapon remake, J.J. Do it. I Yes. Are you kidding me? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it would be great. Um, the more I think about it, like any movie, I find like problems with it. But guess what? I'm 35. Uh, I find problems in everything because life is cruel. <laughs> um, you're, you have spoiler-filled impressions over at the Slash Filmcast um, yeah. and non-spoiler-filled impressions at YouTube.com slash Kanata Jeff. But briefly, yes. briefly, non-spoiler-filled, how did you feel about it? Um, I don't even know if we have to worry about spoilers anymore. According to the box office receipts, every human being has seen it. So <laughs> all humans have seen this movie. Uh, no, I will stay spoiler-free. Um I loved it. I loved it. I've seen it twice now. Um, I definitely have tiny quibbles uh, here and there with it, but overall, what a joyous experience. It just it feels like Star Wars is back. It's a bunch of characters that I love hanging out with and a movie that I, I find infinitely rewatchable. I think it's got that magic that Star Wars had where you just sort of want to hang out in that universe with those people, and, and that's really the most important thing it could have. So I think I know your answer, but better space opera. Guardians or Force Awakens? Oh, Force Awakens for sure. I love Guardians, but um, I think Force Awakens is is a better. It's just, and that's not really fair either because it's playing in a, I think, a more fun playground. Um, I think if you could magically divorce yourself from Star Wars somehow and just enter it, Guardians. I don't know. There's some great moments in Guardians that are. I still think Force Awakens is better. Sorry. No, you don't need to apologize. I think Guardians is maybe a better standalone film. But the universe it lives in, the MCU, isn't as rich in support of Guardians as the universe wow. in which Force Awaken lives in. That's because Guardians takes place in this in the you know in the galaxy that we've never really been in yet. In the you U know? of the MCU, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, Force we Awakens, are a who? anyway we are a a video game podcast, not a movie podcast. So but this Disney is a Infinity three point Force Awakens playset. What did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, like, let me ask you about Star Wars video games. Now that Star Wars is back and it's going to be everywhere, not just, you know, not just Disney Infinity style, but and not just Lego Star Wars style, but, you know, there was uh, there was a story that EA and Visceral are working on a new open world RPG Star Wars. Are you excited for that? I love the idea 
of a big, ambitious, single-player Star Wars game. Open-world RPG Star Wars... You had me until you said Visceral, and this is not a knock against Visceral. I hope they're great. I love the games that Visceral has made, but if you had said open-world RPG Bioware... um, Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> they made their own Star Wars. They don't need Star Wars. They they made their own analog to Star Wars. Yeah. I know. So I don't know. Are you, I mean, the creator from the creator of Dead Space and open world RPG, does that get you excited? I mean, Dead Space is a very competent game. It's a great uh, game. And I think had a lot of extremely forward thinking ideas. The and opposite of an open world genre forward. And, and I think it just got, it got caught up in its own franchiseness a little bit you know i think but the first dead space was pretty bold and interesting and new and different and i think if they can bring that to it um all i know is i'm ready for more star wars video games that are good like the the thing that star wars battlefront proved to me is put me back in that universe i'm ready to do that i just i just don't necessarily want to be playing a multiplayer shooter that's a little shallow i want to i want to play a full-fledged you know, interesting, awesome game there. And and a role-playing game from Visceral sounds pretty interesting. Well, I mean, you said the magic words, though. I want to play any game that's good. <laughs> Star Wars well, or yeah. otherwise, right? If it's a good game, I'm happy. But yes, I'm very excited to be eating my Star Wars orange, drinking my Star Wars water, and playing my Star Wars video games. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We, which we will be doing, I guess, for the rest of our lives. Yep, so. forever and ever. That's Interrupted right only by Marvel water and Marvel oranges. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the other big story that I think we should sort of bring up is maybe a story of the week, uh, because it's a pretty big deal, uh, is this announcement from Sony that uh, Hideo Kojima is has united with them in some way he has founded a new version of kojima productions he's got a new logo and everything and um he is going to produce what will be at least a timed exclusive for playstation 4 um so uh hideo's back he was barely gone but this is good right it is good i mean i think he's been one of the most influential and while not creating tons of games in the terms of prolific, but prolific developers over the last several generations, right? From PS2 through PS4, those generations, I could use them by Xbox One through Xbox, Xbox OG Xbox to Xbox One. Man, that naming is confusing. Um, he's made some of the, the best games that other people have taken from, and he, of course, has taken from other franchises too with roaming, adding a roaming camera, adding cover, um, a third-person perspective and a first-person perspective for shooting. However, the thing that has me a little nervous is that this is going to be a PlayStation 4 game? Uh, really? Has he started it? Was he secretly making this <laughs> while he was like on a separate yeah. file on a hard drive somewhere at Konami? Because I don't think this game's coming out anytime soon, right? I mean, of course I'm excited. I love. I own both consoles, so I'm fortunate in that regard. And I like his past work, but I don't think this is a anytime soon game. Well... Theoretically, they created this new Fox engine that is a full have. engine. So, what? Which he doesn't have. Oh, doesn't he not have that? That's... I thought that was a his proprietary thing that that he owned. No, I'm he pretty sure it's that? Konami. I can Google real quick. Um, I'm oh. ninety nine percent sure that that was the big thing. Uh, that would be a bummer. I I wasn't I wasn't aware of that. But oh uh, well, that's 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 different. Then <laughs> it looks like uh, Kojima's making a Unity game. Everybody. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, Unreal then, Four, right? It, man, yeah, you're right. It's not coming anytime soon. Um, I think it's exciting. It's great that he's not, you know, not 
not making games. And I feel like we've done the, what kind of game would you want Hideo Kojima to make uh, a thousand times because he's announced, I'm not making any more Metal Gears <laughs> a thousand times. Which is funny that it the thing that actually took him not making Metal Gears is <laughs> the company firing him. Like, that's the only way to actually live up to your I'm not making Metal Gears anymore statement. Um so, I don't know. I don't know what kind of game I want him to make. I, I hope he doesn't make, you know, the Metal Gear Solid analog game. Interestingly, though, uh, Konami actually is going to continue making Metal Gear games. In fact, uh, we saw this week that uh, they have a job listing <laughs> for the next Metal Gear game, and they're looking for... Uh, it's, uh, the d- job description says looking for boundless imagination and experience in high-end game development for the next Metal Gear. I, I would love it to be like looking for uh, once in a generation uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, c- creator of of franchises who <laughs> who uh, visionary in every way, <laughs> groundbreaking. Well, the, the interesting part is that the. The post is actually posted on a Craigslist misconnection, and it was just yeah. like, you created a <laughs> game that defined several consoles and a form of gameplay. Us, rumors of treating employees badly. Give it another go? <laughs> so do you think uh, you think this could po- possibly be a positive thing for Metal Gear Solid, or possibly a better, I mean, a positive thing for... Uh... Kojima himself, do you think we're going to get better games as a result of this? I think it's possibly good on both fronts. I'm glad Kojima's still making games. I'm glad he's freed from Metal Gear finally, which is something he seemed passionate about being freed from. And I also think that there's room in the Metal Gear universe to see non-Kojima games. I thought Metal Gear Rising was an excellent, totally different than any other type of Metal Gear game, Metal Gear game. And I think the smartest thing, if I were Konami, I would try to do something like that again, an expanded universe game and not do a Kojima game without Kojima. Are you, is there any chance that you'll pick up the next Metal Gear or is it wait, wait, I mean, wait? I'll be certainly curious, but I definitely fall in the camp of, I wish they would just let it be the last one. Like I, I don't think there should have been Terminator movies without James Cameron. And I don't think there should be Metal Gear games without Hideo Kojima involved. I just think it's not the reality of the world, but I just think that uh, I, I've, I fear that what we will get is just a, tarnishing of what that franchise was and it will never be what it what you know what he would make so why make it well that's because of money and what you want to be the last one ends up being the third to last one as they milk the cow (laughs) right yeah they just they just you know beat it until it dies instead of letting it go out on a high note which this game would be i think but then they'll give it to jj abrams and it'll be back oh maybe (laughs) um yeah, so uh, so that you know, those are kind of just the stories that have been going on this week. As we said, this is a this is a stocking stuffer episode. This is a short episode. We're not here to to talk a, a lot about uh, everything. We just you know we took Christmas week off completely last year, and uh, we were a little sad about that. So this year we wanted to give you a little something for your stocking, a little short something to tide you over until next week. Next week's going to be really fun. We're going to be talking about our uh, top games of the year. We're going to try to come up with an, an agreement on what we will name <laughs> as the DLC game of the year, although I think that is impossible. Probably. We'll probably. I think we might get close. One other stocking stuffer for people. Fast Racing Neo released it on the Wii, eShop, Wii U eShop this month, and it uh, really scratches that F-Zero itch. It's 15 bucks. It's not polished like a Nintendo game would be, but I do think that if they gave uh, Shen, Shen Yen Multimedia, apologies if I'm butchering the, the name, 
um, the developer's name, but I think if Nintendo threw a bit budget at that and gave them a little more time, I think it could be F Zero. It ha- it introduces a engine color swap where you need to be have an orange boost going to hit the orange boost pads and blue to hit the blue, and if you hit it with the wrong color at the wrong time, it cripples your speed. If you get it right, that's the only way you're going to win a race. And it's a really cool kind of like Ikaruga, Ikaruga, however, I'm just butchering Japanese names now, you know, format that really makes the F-Zero formula feel fresh. It's 15 bucks. Fast Racing Neo is an easy stocking stuffer game. That's great. You know, the, the, the question that I'm shocked we still get, but I think we still get more than any other question is, hey, I'm thinking about getting a console. Which one should I get? Isn't it crazy that we still get that question all the time on Twitter and in emails? I think it just shows that consoles are expensive. Yeah, that's true. And uh, you and I are experts on how people should spend their money, which is why I've set up paypal.com slash give Christian your money. So I just thought, you know, it's probably too late now for Christmas gifts or what you're going to get yourself or what you're going to get your family. But I think, you know, just to have it on an episode, we... I think we always say, you know, look at the exclusives that you're most interested in and look at the people you play most with online and what consoles do they have and what what are the games that are only available on that console that you're most excited about. Because I don't think that that's a question that you can really answer for someone. Yeah, these past few generations, um, multi-platform games have had seen pretty good parity between the two consoles. One might lead the other, and Bethesda games on PS3 last gen were awful. Um, but yeah, step one, exclusives. Step two, where your friends are. Step three, look at your the big uh, multi-platform games that came out and see if the differences matter to you. Does 900p versus 1080p matter versus blah, blah, blah. And then make your decision. And then my biggest suggestion is always don't look back. Because hindsight is twenty twenty, <laughs> but fun is forward. <laughs> That's true. I gotta say, I uh, you know I started the year playing way more PS4 uh, because I you know, I really loved that console in a lot of ways, and I ended the year playing a lot more Xbox One and sort of buying my multi platform stuff on Xbox One. And I gotta tell you, the reason is the thing that seemed like a almost a gimmick at the beginning of the year. It really is working on me, and that is the. The oneness, the the fact that it's input one, it really is. I can hop between television and game much easier with my Xbox One because I do run my television, my cable through my Xbox One, and I, it actually makes a difference for me. I pinning the football game to the side while I'm playing some Fallout, or you know, just being able to switch back and forth really quickly. It's it's a big deal. So I tweeted this out, but of my top five favorite games of the year, just one little tease for next week's show, only one is only playable on the PlayStation 4. Hmm. Yeah. There you go. Interesting. Yeah, so tune in next week for that. Uh, It'll be coming out on December 28th. We'll have uh, a couple of great guests there with us, and we're going to hash it out. We're going to try to get through uh, 2015 and, and pick our favorites and then uh, next, the week after that, will be our annual um, anniversary show where we give our predictions for 2015, talk about the games we're most looking forward to, and check on our predictions from last year. So that'll be a fun one as well. It's going to be it's going to be a great couple of weeks. I'm looking forward to it. But uh, we just wanted to get together and drop you a little stocking stuffer uh, to tide you over. Um, so yeah, thanks, Christian. Thanks for doing this. Hey guys, Christian here. Um, cutting back in right before we say goodbye to tell you guys that we have the fine people over at Telltale Games have given us a mess of codes to give away to you guys, our awesome listeners and community. We have um, 
everything that they've given away, basically everything that they've created on these platforms available for you guys. And we have, um, so it's like the Telltale bundle. We have codes for Steam, we have codes for PS4, we have codes for Xbox One. We also have some individual Minecraft story mode Steam codes and some Tales from the Borderlands Steam codes as well um, that we're going to be giving away to you guys. We, Jeff and I racked our brains about the best way to do this and, and how to do it, how to make it fair and this, that, and the other. And so what we're doing is um, around 6.30 Pacific time when this episode comes out on Monday, December 21st, um, we are going to have these codes up on right around there, 6.30 Pacific, because I have two kids and it might not be exactly then, but look then. Look around 6.30 Pacific. It won't be before then. I promise it will not be before then. 6.30 Pacific time. Um, if you head over to our subreddit, which is 5by5dlc.reddit.com. That is the number 5by5dlc.reddit.com. You will see a um, story thread there that I have submitted, and it will be the codes for these games. Um, and one letter will be missing from each one of them to make it a little more fair. So you have to do a little bit of guesswork. Uh, sorry about that. If you successfully claim one, maybe let people know. Maybe let people know that you claimed one in, in, in the subreddit there so that they're not trying the same thing. It'd be nice. Be nice. You're a great community. Keep doing it. So 630 Pacific, there will be codes for Steam, PS4, Xbox One from the fine people over at Telltale Games. We thank them for those, and uh, we're passing them all along to you guys because that's the right thing to do. Okay, cool. Yeah, thank you, and thanks to all of our listeners. Um, uh, I love doing this show. Our community is great. You guys are fantastic, and thank you uh, for everything. I hope you enjoyed your Hanukkah, enjoy your Christmas, and have a wonderful and happy holidays. Indeed. Happy holidays, everybody. We'll see you next week. 